So what are we talking about, oh, fearless leader? Yeah, Andy, what are we talking oh about? Oh, my God. Why am I? I'm the guest. I'm the No, the you intro. wanted to record this episode. I'm the I intro. I said I'm along for the ride on Let this one. Let me get some silence and we can start the episode. Well, what are we talking silence. about? Don't you have to... Yeah, I'm going to lead it. I don't got to tell you. Uh, why? The best thing is when you guys don't know what we're talking about. Really? Is that the best thing? It is. No, planning ahead for bozos. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I am a bozo, so let's plan ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Butt Buddies Podcast. My name is Andy. I'm Nick. And we got a new (laughs) member, right? Because this is definitely the first episode absolutely that... i'm definitely not wearing a shirt under this shirt because i wore a bunch of shirts in previous episodes we recorded but yes this is my... the official first episode that we have chris on finally hello nice to be here i feel like you guys have name dropped me so many times on this podcast almost every single episode <laughs> i realized we say chris and now all the now I'm here. viewers can put a face to the name you can put a face to the name you can put a voice to the person and i apologize for both of them if they're not to your liking but i'm happy to be here i what you don't see is that someone's holding a gun off camera forcing me to be here no but, we're gonna get demonetized oh, oh i'm sorry not a not a uh, they're holding water gun. a water gun Yes. So welcome great to- room temperature water. Yes. That's quite refreshing um, and would be really enjoyable if it was squirted at him. Some New York State tap water. Yeah. Amazing. Nectar of the gods right there. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's unlike any other. All right. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the funny thing about this setup is that it ended up being just the three of us. So we're sat like interview style. Yeah, I feel like this yeah. may, this is my first podcast, but it might also be my last yeah. if I don't do well enough. Because, I mean, this... Can since, you tell us why you want to be on this podcast? Uh, well, I can actually. Can we just talk about interview questions for a second? Yeah. How absolutely BS I, they are if know, they're just like the regular cookie cutter ones. The worst one, which I'm going to ask right now because this is your intro episode, yeah. is... Hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, my God. (laughs) The problem is, I feel like um, if you go into a job interview and they ask that, you need to have something specifically rehearsed. And I know I've definitely seen TikToks out there that are like, this is what you need to prepare if this question gets asked. And it's like, this is what I've been doing for X amount of years. I have interest in this, this, and this. Your elevator pitch is what what one professor called it. It's like you're in an elevator with someone who can get you a job. You have until you get to the whatever floor you're going to. Um, I don't have that rehearsed. All I will say is I am just another one of these bonobos. I am another butt buddy. I'm actually the one that, that came up with the name for this podcast. Um, but Amazingly. you today found out it wasn't original. I mean, right? it, it was in like one South Park episode, which, all right, whatever, fine. But I will, since it's on the record, I will say I hate the name Butt Buddies. I said it as a joke, and I, and I am a little upset and a little amazed that you guys have been running with it this long. Because I know I talked yeah. about it on the first episode, but you, every time I would like point a camera at you, you'd say, hey, welcome back to the Butt Buddies. Because it's like a stupid, like who would name a channel there? Who would legitimately name a channel there? So when it came time to name the podcast, <laughs> we already had a name pretty set. Yeah, so. yeah, you did. I mean, if we were to rename, 
I mean, the simple thing that we call ourselves is the suburban assholes. Which right? I, I love that name, but apparently the YouTube algorithm doesn't like it. I mean, yeah. honestly, like... Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Are, are we rebranding for season two of this podcast? Season two? I feel like it was like already in the cards before season one even started. <laughs> it's like this it needs to change at some point, but uh, for right now, we'll make do, you know? Yeah. I've already had the displeasure of somebody asking me in real life, oh, hey, like, what's your podcast name? And <laughs> yeah. then, like, you think about it for a second and you're like, oh, all right, oh, let's, let's go. Let's go. We're and be prepared for the barrage of yeah, questions after. I remember when we were at the wedding and they asked, like, oh, yeah, the podcast thing you guys do. Uh, what, what's it called again? And nobody, and, and nobody <laughs> wanted to answer it. So I got up and I just looked at the guy straight in his face and I said, it's the Butt Buddies podcast. And, and like, then I walked away and went to the bathroom. <laughs> just let it sit for a bit. Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting name, I guess. It honestly wouldn't that. be bad to rebrand because, like, we can still keep the logo. It's I like, love the logo. I will say, as much as I hate the name, I, I absolutely love the logo. No, 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 because adorable. if we're, if we're <laughs> suburban assholes, it works. still use yeah. the Butt It works. <laughs> I feel like that again though you, you can't you can't really have like a profanity or anything like that. Or we can just put an R in there, make it a little British R souls. I guess. Yeah, I mean, the, we might that, get demonetized in England, but yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, whatever. They don't, they don't matter. Just kidding. All of our England followers, we love you. We love you. Long live the Queen. Uh, Jubilee, platinum. Let's uh, get amazing. it. But yeah, anyway, interview questions, man. I hate them. I think that uh, the generics are, they, they're okay for like entry level positions where like there's, you have no work experience and no work experience is required. But for any other position, like if I'm interviewing for like a medium level or like entry level job that I'm going to be getting out of college, I don't need to be telling you like, Name a time that you worked as a group together. Like, no. All right. Like, first off, anyone can whip an answer out of their ass. Like, it's nobody's business uh, about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be asking, like, specific questions. Ask about certain projects that have done, that we've done. Like, you know, I just hate that. Like, what's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? It's like, this tells you nothing other than the bullshit that I've rehearsed in my room seven times over. Because I know you're going to ask me this meaningless. Question. what i saw in indeed before the interview yeah, exactly so you know it's all just a game you know and it's 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 horrible because like it's like dating almost you know like where is it acceptable in the world to just completely stop talking to somebody for no apparent reason at all when you're dating someone and when you're getting interviewed right like and i would argue getting ghosted by an employer is worse than getting ghosted oh, by any partner right like getting ghosted by a partner is kind of just like all right, whatever. Like, yeah, okay. Like, it wasn't going to work out. But, like, an employer, it's like they lead you on. You know, like, oh, like we'll be bro, in touch. Bro, I have, yeah. I have bills to pay. Yeah, like, we'll be, we'll get back to you. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you send up the follow-up, and then the follow-up oh, to the God, follow-up. The fo- oh, yeah. my God. And, and what's the worst? Sending, getting fucking dubbed in, like, someone's DMs and saying, hey, what's up? Or how's <laughs> yeah. your week going? Yeah. Or hearing, like, hey, I want to circle back, see yeah. where my application is. <laughs> and they just don't get a response. Oh, man. You you try to like call them, you leave a voicemail, 
Nope. The person doesn't work there. They nope. never work there. They're gone. Your crew, they're gone. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's just an interesting experience. Honestly, hor- it's like horrible. You think like the higher up you get, like, and by higher up I mean like more experience you have, whatever, like the better it gets. I think that like that only works once you have like at least like five years of experience and you're like you're a valuable asset um, because. One of my friends like was just interviewing for like engineering jobs in California, and he's killing it, right? Like he has a bunch of experience. Uh, he has his master's as well. Like he's like just doing his whole thing, right? And he was literally like playing jobs against each other. He was getting so many interviews that he like was emailing jobs like his list of things. Like, listen, I'm getting a lot of volume of interest <laughs> right now. If you cannot meet these criteria. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to consider Damn. your position, you know, like just really playing the game, you know, but like it takes like a few years and you need to have like certain specific skills that are you know, like needed um, yeah. it's to rough. get to that point. It's rough out of college. You know what's rough, rougher than applying for a job out of college? Applying for a job out of college in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> That pretty, was fun. That was pretty bad because it's like, do we interview? Do we not interview? Are you working in person? Are you not working not in that, person? Just no one was hiring anymore. I feel, like, I feel like maybe like the first couple months someone was hiring when like stuff started slowing down. But then like, I don't know. I feel like out of anywhere, like everyone was just like, oh, we can do remote work. Like that's a yeah. thing. And then... Like all companies everywhere were like, hire, hire, send them a laptop, was- <laughs> send them a laptop, give them a boss and just put them on a payroll, you know? So It took a while to get there. I yeah. Know, I know a bunch of people got their offers like rescinded because they oh, were really? graduating. Because I was, I, for context, I was graduating when the, the pandemic first hit and a bunch of people I know, they had offers accepted and yeah. then they, they got an email saying, we don't know what's going to happen. We can't take you on right now. Yeah. Did you have to do a lot of interviews? Like, did you get ghosted by employees? Oh, I got ghosted plenty, bro, both on the interviews and the dating. Don't worry. I got that covered too. <laughs> but like of all the interviews you had, was there any like certain questions or I don't know, something that I, went terribly wrong? No, because I will say, well, I do have something to go terribly wrong, but I will say I was, I was struggling to get it. I think it took me like six months, which isn't too bad. But as a computer, you know, as a programmer, I think it should take a little quicker than that in New York, in the in New York City. Um, but I will say I only had one interview and that ended up being the, the job I got, the job I work at now. So I like to think I made it count when I finally got the one. Um, but amazingly, right before my technical interview, which is the which is where you, you have to program in front of the engineers on the team. And it's probably the hardest part of any programming interview. My uh, internet blew out <laughs> 30 minutes before the interview. And I, I made a very important, I phoned a friend. I used my phone to friend and uh, shout out to Nick. I was able to uh, mooch off his Wi-Fi at his house. They gave me a nice desk setup. Yeah. I said, here, we're going we're gonna to keep the dog downstairs yeah. just for you. He won't bother you. We hooked you up. And I, we and, hooked you up. We took care of you. And I, and I got the job. So shout out to, to the Barons. Yeah, listen, you know. It's uh, it's what we do. What right? we do. It's, it's what, what we, we do, do for our butt buddies. Yeah, it's what we do for our butt buddies. <laughs> yeah. Patent pending, restricted <laughs> yeah. copyright. Um, you know, so yeah. But I- I'm interested for you know because we're all like Chris and I kind of were interviewing for like similar fields. You know, like sciencey whatever. Mm-hmm. You, like you're in a completely different field, right? So do you feel like interviewing? Uh, did you have the same kind of? 
quirks that you know we went through i mean luckily i didn't have to interview that long mm. i think for I, I was applying to tons of places but nobody would ask for an interview so i actually went into the current job that i got that interview i went into it thinking that i wouldn't get the job because i was definitely not qualified i had no experience in anything that was camera or technical related and I just expected to go into it as a practice interview. Mm. So luckily, I, I think I also, because I went into it thinking that I wouldn't get it, I went into it pretty confidently. Right, yeah. you weren't stressing it as much. Exactly, so I wasn't stressed at all, and I was kind of like, I don't know, I, I was kind of cocky yeah. <laughs> with the way that <laughs> I good, answered, though. but I, I guess maybe that confidence helped me because after i left uh they were like yeah we want you for a second interview and i was like huh yeah how why and so i mean everything went well for that but before that um i know i was trying to apply to internships and stuff mm. and i did a couple interviews and i did one of those dumb interviews that's like there's no interview. Oh, it's just like I know what a you're talking question. about. It's, it, it's a yeah. question. It's like a flashcard. And then you record yourself yes. and you have a minute to respond. Yeah. I did that once and I Some of it. those, sometimes it says you have X amount of retakes. So if you mess up yeah. during, because it says like it gives you, I don't know, three minutes for this answer. Right. It gives you two minutes of thinking time. Then you have three minutes to record. And you can record once more if you end up messing yeah. up. Yeah. I did that. And the thing is, uh, I remember it was... Uh, I was trying to apply to Discovery Channel. Okay. And the slot that they gave me, I mean, they they gave me a couple day window, but I was on spring break in Thailand when <laughs> I had to do that. So the friends that I was with went and got like breakfast or lunch or went on a walk. So I was just in Thailand in our Airbnb, just doing this interview, yeah. just bullshitting away. And of course, again, all these positions I had no qualifications for. Right. So I went into all of these pretty, not expecting anything. Same thing when I had to, I did like a online interview for another production company and that too, it was two people interviewing me. They're like, oh, do you have experience in this? I'm like, nope. Do you have experience in this? Nope, but I can do this kind of stuff. And they're like, okay, we'll get back to you. And they didn't get back to me. I think my I think my least favorite questions are what are your biggest strengths and what are your biggest weaknesses? Yeah. My biggest weakness, I need a job to pay bills. <laughs> that's, that's what I need. Yeah, th those are pretty bad. Um, the The online interview stuff is is horrible. Yeah. Um, I you know another thing is like I hate like when you're applying to jobs and it's the same questions that all of them ask you in a different format and they ask you to upload your resume, but then you still gotta uh, put in every single PC uh, resume. Fucking kill me, bro! And then, and then, I have stopped applying to places because of that. <laughs> and then here's the kicker, right? There's some of them that are smart, right? So they'll read your resume yes. and they'll put it all in, right? But the formatting will be all types oh, of fucked yeah. up. So now you're like backspace in period. <laughs> you're trying to add like bullet points in fucking text boxes. It's it's an ugly sight. I gotta you know? I gotta say a big deterrent in leaving my current position is just Applying. i don't want to go through all of yeah. this ever again it's pretty bad i i think it's just one of those things where you just kind of have to like mentally put yourself in that space yeah you just gotta get in a groove to it like you're you're ready to roll you know um but yeah it's 
I don't know. I, the the worst, one of the worst things is when you have a group interview, but it's not multiple of the employer's employees. It's multiple candidates. What the and fuck? And there's one person. <laughs> and I remember going to one of these and I'm thinking, this is the most like laziest thing like somebody could do. They're like, yeah, we're just going to like... Uh, you know, just get like six of you and like ask you all the same question and just like go down oh a line. Oh my god! You know, um, I've also had like the whole like go interview in person. They really like me. Oh no! So here's the story, right? So I applied to a place online and they completely dubbed my application. Like, didn't even do anything. I hit them up. I reached out. Whatever. Completely dubbed. Right. I go to one of these like job fairs. And this company has a booth there, right? So I go up and I just start talking with like the girl that's there. And we just, we hit it off. We like have a conversation and she's, you know, she, you know, she has my experience and stuff like that. And, and I believed I was fairly qualified for the position. I actually had some relevant experience. And I just jokingly said like, cause she was like into it. And she was like, yo, like, you know, I want to schedule like a, a, a one-on-one, like, you know, in like an actual, you know, spot, not just on like the floor of the job expo. And I was like, you know, like I applied online and they just completely like dubbed my application <laughs> in its entirety. And she was like, really? Like, that's insane, whatever. So uh, later on that day I go and I, I meet with a different person and I interview with, with him at this time and go through all the questions or whatever. Uh, and he winds up really liking me and he's like, yeah, I think you're a great fit. This job fair was in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> the headquarters for this company is 15 minutes away from where we live, right? Okay. So like even all the way in Arizona, they're like, yeah, so like, I totally want to schedule like an, like another interview like at one of our big locations. And I was like, yeah, I live like 15 minutes away from your headquarters. Like I can come down like any time and chop it up. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm in. Right. Like the plebeian way of applying online. All right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to two separate people. They both like me. They both put in. Right. So after the job fair passes or whatever, I'm expecting like an email. A week goes by. <laughs> I send a follow-up. <laughs> a week and a couple of days, nothing. Two weeks go by. I send another follow-up. I'm like, hey, you know, like we we talked in person, you know, <laughs> face to face. Like yeah, this is me, and they just completely dumped me again. Damn. So like, yeah. So like, I don't know what's going on. There's always some freaky stuff going on. But like after that whole thing happened, um, I kind of raised my own standards. For companies because I'm basically I, I got to a level where I was basically like um, if I need to follow up with you so to like remind you or something like that or like you know whatever nah I'm, I'm good you know like it's it's not about that you know but yeah I hate career fairs yeah yeah I think I, they're because I went into one not knowing what it would be like i mean it was my first and my last luckily and mm-hmm. i don't plan to go on to career fairs but the companies that are at career fairs are never really companies that i want to work at mm. usually i mean granted it's a pretty wide range of different careers if you just go to a general career fair but even if you talk to them i feel like i can't make enough of a good impression like unless you're a perfect fit for the job i feel like it's not worth going to and just, i just remember i've been to more than 
I've probably been to three. Okay. Senior year of college, just went around with my yeah, folder full resumes. of my resume, and I'm like... Your resume is that you laminated, right? Uh, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I just did not enjoy the process. I went into it because I was like, I need a job out of college. Went to it, tried, did it, and just, no. Yeah. You got to get in the mode for it, you yeah. know? Like, it's, it's kind of like this weird, you know, like when you're like... You're forced to be social with people at work. You know what I'm saying? And you're really like, ah, I, you know, and it just gets repetitive because it's the same thing over and over and over again. I've had really good success with job fairs. I've landed pretty good internships with job fairs. Uh, and I've had horrible experiences at job fairs. Like you want to talk about like people on a power trip. Like <laughs> these recruit, like some of these recruiters are like downright disrespectful at some job fairs. I've had like horrible experiences where it's like there's a whole line of people that want to talk to like this certain company's recruiters right mm. everybody waits online for 10 minutes 30 minutes however long you know i've seen i've heard people wait online for an hour i'm not waiting online for an hour to fucking talk to a recruiter but i've waited online for like you know 20 minutes and I've seen, and you know the way it is, like you, you're standing here and then the next person is right in front of you talking yeah. to the recruiter. So I'm, I see, I'm like up next and I see the recruiter is talking with this person. They're having a great conversation, all this stuff. They're like, oh, let's schedule a second interview, all this stuff, blah, 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 right? And then I go up and it seemed like from the first word that I said, not interested at all. <laughs> Took my resume, yep, yep, okay, yep, that's great. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for coming. And it's just like, I waited online for 20 minutes to talk to you. And you're not even going to give me the decency of like, at least acting like you're interested in me as a candidate, you know? But yeah, I think that the whole, um, it, you know, you have good, good experiences, bad experiences. I actually have had much better experiences with smaller companies at job fairs. And this is just a, a personal thing in in my field when i was going and i was you know going and looking at different jobs all of like the big companies you know like the ones everybody wants to work for or all this stuff horrible at job fairs like unless like you have an in somehow or like you're literally like you said the perfect fit for the job not that good but the smaller companies the ones that like you've never heard of before in your life but like you just go and you're like Oh, what do you guys do? Like, just ask them, like, what do you guys do? And they, and like, there's like one person there and they like tell you and you're like, oh, like, that's pretty cool. Like, I've done this before that. And like, you just have like a regular conversation. That's when I've had like the best success with this stuff. Um, and even like, even if I haven't gotten the job or even if like the job wasn't a, an exact fit for me, I've actually like made like good connections in the industry just from like going and just like talking because like they know too, like, they're standing in the corner with their small booth and they see like, you know, like the Raytheons or the Northrop Grumman's and, and, and stuff like that. And there's like lines out the door to like talk to these these people. And they're just like standing there like, somebody please talk to me, you know. <laughs> and so it's like kind of nice to acknowledge them and you already have your foot in the door. So, um, so yeah, it's just a little tactics for all of you uh, listeners and watchers that are uh, going to be going to job fairs. Uh, yeah. Now let me tell you what not to do at a job fair. <laughs> I, had, I went to one and I hated it so much. I never went again. I was, I, I, I was like, it was at my school. It was my senior year. I think my last or my second to last semester. Um, 
And I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta start applying for jobs. Let me go to a job fair. Let me actually start making some moves. And I'm printing like a bunch of copies of my resume. And then the night before, and then a thought pops in, and I'm like, wait, should these be laminated? Should these be, you know, good high quality laminated resumes? I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> and then I, resume. and then I'm like, I'm like trying to go to sleep, and I'm like. I need to fucking laminate these things. And so, I don't know if you remember, I like go to the restaurant that we worked at because they had a laminator in the basement. I was like, I was talking to manager, I was like, listen, bro, I got to fucking laminate these things right fucking now or I'm not going to get a job. And I do it and I laminate like 30 of these fucking things and I go to the job for, I'm like, this is it. Look how well prepared. I got my nice folder. I got these nice crisp resumes. They're not going to have any tears. No one's going to get any coffee stains on them. And I'm, I'm there with some friends also, and we, we, do, we don't stick together. We split up, right? Um, and so I go, to one, I go to one place, and it, it was like you, like a small like, startup-ish company. I'm actually talking to like the CEO or like the vice, like one of the higher-ups, and I'm having a good conversation. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, I'll apply online. I'll, here's my resume. So you have it. I'm like, thanks, man. And I walk, and I'm feeling like a fucking king. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, bro, that, that went really well. And then my my friend, who was on the line, he was like a few people before, like behind me, and he goes, and and I see him. I'm like, oh yo, you interviewed there? How'd it go? I was like, yeah, man, well, hey, uh, Chris, uh, did you uh, laminate your resumes? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? He was like, yeah, the the dude was like, I gave him my resume, and he was like. Oh, and he goes to me, and the, the CEO says, oh, thank God this isn't laminated. Someone earlier gave me a laminated. I was like, bro, that's way too much. I wanted to cry and leave right there. Oh, my god, That was the worst feeling I've ever had. Yeah. No, but the problem is, if you go over the top, I think for all interviews or when you try to make a first impression, you have to take some kind of large step that sets you apart from everyone. Yeah. And laminating your resume definitely at a career fair where everyone's just handing their resume will definitely be something that will... Set me apart. Yeah, set you apart. And yeah. it'll keep them... It'll keep you in their memory. And so... In this case, the risk worked the wrong way, but for the other 29 companies that you gave your resume to, uh, maybe they had a good impression. I got no offers from that job. I, there, I, so. I, yeah, I personally feel like the lamination is probably a, a bit much. I, I um, may have gone a bit overboard. I've yeah. never heard of laminating your resume. I don't, you know it's what's so a good one? Better. You know what's a, So first off, like heavy paper. That's, right? that's probably what I should heavy have Heavy paper for. is a good one. Um, and one that I had really good success with, and again, I, this might be field specific, but I think most people could kind of tailor it, um, a QR code on the resume. And I I'm, did that. And I'm giving out my secret I because I'm not in the game anymore, right? So like I could give it out, but like that was like the number one thing. I put a QR code on my, of my resume and I had my portfolio of all of my work online so i had an online database of all of my all of my stuff i embedded it into a qr code and so you know how many people actually scanned the qr code and looked at my uh, portfolio none probably right but i got so many comments on wow the qr code that's so cool oh yeah yeah you could scan it with your phone use your iphone or whatever you know the site will pop up you know i have all you know and one if someone's actually interested in your work much better medium to show them, right? Especially like you're doing like dimension drawings or CAD designs or something like that. Like um, so much better to do this uh, and they just can view it on their computer, right? 
um, but also just shows like that technical knowledge and and sets you apart. You know, it sets you apart like just a little bit. Just that one. Oh yeah, he's the guy that had the QR code, right? Just yeah. something to jog the memory a little bit. No, that's definitely effective because I also had for my portfolio just a website URL on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely a lot more tedious even if it's on your phone, to type out the entire URL and to go and see that rather than just take a picture and yeah. you end up at the site. Yeah. Can we get a, a quick call out to uh, the one of the worst parts of interviewing that we haven't mentioned? Writing fucking cover letters. Oh. Fuck cover letters. I have All my cover homies letter. hate cover letters. I love cover letters. I hate cover because letters. Because I have cover letter sci- no, cover letters down to a science. Because I had... A couple different versions of my cover letter where yeah. I just had like fill in the blank of company name right. and uh, just some other details. So I could basically finish a cover letter uh, within three minutes. So, but the problem is it did take a lot of time to write those templates yeah. that yeah. I had out. So that initial time took a long time. But when you're in the process of just applying to job after job, yeah. it makes it a breeze because I would only take at most. 10 minutes to apply to each job so but then you don't but then it's not personalized and i would say because i because i think having a personalized cover letter helped me with my current job it's so like it feels like so cookie cutter and i think they know that and like if you unless you like really talk about the company and having a good connection like i don't think they give a shit about but the, the problem cover is like i feel like it's hard to talk about the company when it's just like if you have nothing no to do with it. Yeah, so like or you have no connection to yeah. it so i so yeah i hated writing cover letters too but i found that i was applying to three or four different types of jobs right, right. and so i had a i had i had basically one big template right that i used for all of them and then three or four different types of like sub templates based off of the main one and it's like like you said change the company name i would always mention something about the company like yes. a like a, a project that they did that i thought was notable or yeah, something I look like up that. the news yeah, right the exactly company. like something like that um write my relevant experience that i have you know and again it's like i only have so many experiences that I would talk about in a cover letter. So it's like, okay, copy and paste this one, like copy and paste like one, five and seven, you know what I'm saying? And put, put that in. Um, and then like, like why you're a good fit, right? Exactly. Like it's like one of four fucking things that I would want, you know, like get a license or like integrate into the company or like whatever it may be. So yeah, cover letters are grueling for like the first, maybe like 10 that you do. And then after 10, you kind of get into a groove and you're like, all right, like this, this company is very similar to this other company that I applied for. So let's just change a few things yeah. around, you know? You know what I hate that they always do? The cover letter is 99% of the time not required, right. but, it's but it's required. required yeah. And it's like, don't, don't, don't bait yeah. me. Don't just tell me to put a cover letter in. I'm yeah. going to do it anyway. Don't give me this. Cause then in the back of your mind, so many times I'm writing the cover, I'm like, what if I just don't do this? What if yeah. I just do my resume? But that's not a good habit to get into. But the thing is, like, at my company, luckily, I've had the chance to see a bunch of the resumes and cover letters that come into uh, for positions in my department. Mm. And so I've had some input on okay. the people that apply. And every single time, there's some people that, I guess, forgot to send in a cover letter or something because mm. I just don't see a cover letter. But their cover letter never changes what i think of their resume because really? like as long if they have a strong resume no matter what their cover letter looks like 
it really doesn't make a difference to me at least. Uh -huh. And I'm not sure how recruiters are doing it, but I'm sure they take even less time to look at it. Yeah. And so as long as the cover letter is short and just to the point of, I can do this, this, and this, I think that's all you really Because really I, I feel like I was on the opposite end because I won't give the name of the company, but the company I work with on is like in the food business. And I had many years working in a restaurant. So in my cover letter, I was able to say, oh, you know, I work on this I worked in but here. You know what it's also, I know what you're working on. Like I know how you can yeah. help. And they like they called out. They were like, "Yeah, we read your cover letter, mm -hmm. and it seemed like you have a lot of experience in the problems that we're trying to solve. So that's why we thought you were a good fit." So I, yes, and I'm sure 99% of the time it's exactly like, like that. They don't really care. But I think if you have the chance to make a really good cover letter. I think it's worth it. If it's for a company like you really want to work with, like don't give a temple, like try to put in that extra effort. The thing is for me is that I've, I, I agree with you, but once you get let down a few times, like yeah. a few companies that you're like, Oh, this is really cool. And you kind of hype yourself up and you're like, I could see myself working here. looks like they got good work culture. You, you look up the glass door, the glass door looks good, you know, like yeah. all that stuff. And then you just get your shit dubbed completely. Yeah. Then you don't get invested anymore. Then it's like you will get your copy pasted cover letter and you will like it. And if you like it, then you will hit me up, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, but I, I'm sure recruiters. And you know what? It also is like you, you hear, like, especially with all like the modern hiring software, like, yeah, most recruiters don't even see most of the resumes yeah. that apply. Like, they, they look for specific all automated keywords. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and maybe the recruiter is going to get 50 resumes you know 50 it's a game resumes. bro it's a lot it's it's just yeah. becoming a lottery at this point and 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 you know what it, it's helped and it's hindered by the fact that like the work whole work from home thing right because you could basically apply to apply to any job anywhere, yeah you know if if it's a remote job so um you're competing with a lot more people now. yeah you're competing there's a lot more opportunity for you yeah. you're competing with a lot more people yeah. um so yeah so yeah, overall, it's a it's a great thing, and then and then you know you get the job, and then it's a, a and then it's a slog, and then everyone like loves <laughs> it for the first year, and then everyone's like, oh Monday, you know, low key like, updating your resume, yeah, exactly, <laughs> low key talking about applying to other jobs, but being afraid of going through low the whole key process. talking <laughs> about interviews on your friend's podcast, yeah, yeah. I um, just want to touch back to um, career fairs. Oh, I, no. I remember. There's Not never, again. Don't make please. me go back. I, I can't have those flashbacks anymore. <laughs> at all the career fairs that I went to, there were never huge companies, or at least ones that I th that were ones that I wanted to apply to. And I remember at one career fair, the weirdest company that was there was Panda Express. Panda Express. And I see it, and I'm like, oh, it's probably like on the back end. No, this is for being a store manager <laughs> and store cook and like just. I mean, basic. is this wow. is this just a general job fair or? Is it like it, it for was like at my college? Do you and need a college degree to be a manager? I mean, Express? if you are a manager, like they had all the salary listings and all the yeah. benefits, so they they are a legitimate company. But if you're going to a college where people are trying to get like get a job, so they don't have to work in fast food, yeah. Um, so that was just something that caught me super off guard because I went to go talk with them. I'm like, oh. Let's yeah, see if they like, have something that's that I could uh, like marketing do for. or yeah. something in, in the headquarters. Nope, it's just uh -huh. like cook, manager, store manager, and all that. Was it a long line? No. Uh, uh, damn. They talk shit about your laminated resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Well, 
uh since this is still technically my intro episode yeah answer our question yeah i will go back to the original oh, yeah why am i here well i will start with why i haven't been here um one scheduling which is amazing because out of all our friends i have the most basic ass schedule i work on monday to friday nine to five you're the only one that has a nine to five i'm job. the no omar omar too uh yeah yeah it's funny because you're the one that dogs the nine to five like i, 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 I was <laughs> so like so it's it's actually like comical because you're always like bro nine to five Fucking, can't I am catch the, me dead doing that yeah. you know <laughs> and then like out of all of us now you're like you're the most like rigid like it's between 9 a.m and 5 p.m on a it. monday through a friday i can't do it you know but, there's no leeway but so given that i should be the most available because you know when I'm working. True. Now, fucking you guys are literally like, oh, yeah, I got a call. I'm going to fucking Ukraine tomorrow. <laughs> or, yeah, uh, I'm, in, I'm working 36 hours tonight. <laughs> so that's one thing. And yeah. then also, like, you guys started this podcast. It was always, like, something, like, we, we talked about. I was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And then you guys actually started doing it. I was like, hey, no, thank you. What the hell? <laughs> I don't want my private thoughts out in public. Because I am a very private person, un- unfortunately. Um and yeah i was just there's definitely a big thing of uh, nervousness like i just getting in the camera getting in front of a camera i'm always like uh, um, i mean you're doing a good job for your first podcast my first, ever. i definitely have no pri- we definitely don't have any episodes that we're scratching because i stay completely silent in them <laughs> definitely not no but being like I, I already told you this off camera before but like as long as you do stuff on camera more you definitely get used yeah to it no more. it's easier it's much and easier so now. Uh, the thing that's always hard is you have an on-camera personality and an, your regular personality. Yeah. And the best thing is if they're about equal. Yeah. It's never going to happen because whenever you're on camera, you, of course, need to do a little bit more performance. And, yeah. I don't know, speak a tiny bit differently. But the closer you can get those personalities, the easier it becomes to be on camera. Yeah, so, I definitely, I, we tried this once before and I definitely was like, we did the episode and I was like, Man, I that was not me. That was terrible. That was pretty horrible. But everyone needs that first. Yeah, time I'm glad. Yeah, so it. you just try. You know what it is. Also, uh, I don't know. It, there's no pressure. It feels like you know. It's, I will see. Not right now. There's no pressure because yeah. like it's just the three of us right. and and the dog, of course, which is very comforting. He's my emotional support podcast dog right now. Um, but like, I'll I'll see how I feel when this video gets uploaded oh, and i'm yeah. in the thumbnail and i see 12 views it's like yo who's watching this who's yeah. seeing me it's just us <laughs> it's just us refreshing the page either way but it's just i don't know being out it's that. us as a group watching, watching us talk as believe a group. it or not we are that we are that <laughs> conceited that we do watch our own podcast oh. together yeah but you um, know i i think it's the best thing when it's just for fun you know no, I, I it's most things it's it's like because I, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, doing something like this, you know, first off, I think you need to, everyone needs to be, like, a little conceited to have, like, a podcast where you're, yeah, like, just a bit. I'm a podcaster. Because you're, you're basically saying, I want myself to have a platform where I talk about stuff and people listen to me and people <laughs> and you think And the fact yeah. that you think people want to listen right, to exactly. you is the crazy you know? part to so, me, at least. So, like, that mindset of, like, having, like, an actual podcast and doing that is insane. But then, like, having, like, actual, like 
viewership yeah. and and being like, well, what did, what would the viewers think about this? Yeah, you know, we'll like, blow up, bro. Yeah, like right now we're still at the we don't we don't care. It's just us talking. The only the, the main reason this I podcast came on, can never go anywhere, yeah. and I I still have a great yeah, time. We can I have, still, and this is what Andy said. Andy was like, it's not about the views. It's not about anything. It's just about like doing something. And I think yeah, just like I don't know. It's just like something that we started, and now it's like a thing. And I just I really enjoy it. And I feel like this is just gonna be something, regardless of what happens to it that we'll probably look back on and be like yeah that was pretty cool that we did it i'm that's that's the main reason i convinced myself to get on because i was like you know what when we're all old men playing rocket league in the nursing home <laughs> and dementia is slowly ruining our memory we can look back on this i think it'd be really interesting to uh to see like just look at your past self right yeah. like you know people used to do those like they record themselves and then they they watch it like 15 years later or whatever it'd be sort of similar like that I mean, that's um, the main reason why I make, it's mainly personal videos of when we go on trips together. It's for that oh, same yeah, reason. That, yeah. It's just so that it's documented for us in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's also fun for me to create, but the main reason is so that down the line we could watch Look it back. again. I can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see like, because we'll, I, you guys get into some heated discussions um, and there will be more of that. Um you know, like, for example, whether or not you need to salt the pasta water. We don't need to discuss. Just an example. Um, but, like, it'll be crazy to think. We're all the same side. And, so and, it's, it's like, and that's why I'm sitting at my own table. <laughs> I don't need to be anywhere near you heathens. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, 15, 20 years down the line watching this video and we're talking about it it's like it's do your like, opinions change yeah. like it's salted like why did pasta. i think that yeah why would i why would i think it's necessary to salt it or maybe for you it's like damn i can't believe there was a time in my life i didn't salt the pasta water because one thing definitely is like if enough time passes you're gonna look back on even these podcasts and feel cringe yeah oh, of but, course of course but the good thing about feeling cringe is that if you feel cringy looking back on yourself, it means you grew as a person. Yeah, I hope so. So <laughs> maybe we'll end up salting the pasta water. I don't know, man. You, For the sake of my blood pressure, I hope I don't. But <laughs> anything could happen at you this know, point. I can't. By the way, for future me watching this, uh, this is around the same time we are unironically doing Fortnite dances all the time. <laughs> so I hope, I pray to God, you're still not L dancing and doing Orange Justice. <laughs> I hope. Listen, if you're not, a lot of time end it. Learning end that. it. But uh, yeah, no, I, you're completely right. It's it's all about looking back and, and all that stuff, yeah. you know. So and it's just fun. I feel like everyone has podcasts these days. It's so easy to do, yeah. you know. Like Might everyone well. has microphone. Everyone has it's the new uh, ice bucket challenge. And you know what it is? It, it takes it takes. Let's be honest. It takes no skill, you know. Like hey, hey, Andy worked very hard on this setup. I'm not. Say, I'm saying the act of podcasting itself. Oh, I just talk. Everybody knows how to talk. Hard disagree. No, uh, dude, I, str I no, struggled. No, 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 no. I think good podcasts. There is some sort of somebody knows how to interview well. Yeah. People are interesting to talk to. They have funny stories. They have good delivery. This is why I think comedians make great podcasts because they just one their entire career is based off of delivery and talking in front of people and making people feel entertained. So that's like a perfect medium for podcasts, right? But um, just like the average person, like just like talking about like whatever, yeah. like like. Us. <laughs> um, but you do it more and you get better right of course will we get better we have to have viewers to know if we got better because to us we're biased 
So let us know in the comments down yeah, below. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have we got for all you guys that have watched all of our episodes so far, have we gotten better? Do you like the new Chris character? Yeah. I don't. But you let us know. I mean, in terms of set design, I think it's gotten slowly better. I've been experimenting with different Dude, I, sets. I love this. I love this set because you got Oh, it's gonna change. No, soon. you love it. I like that your brother did this art, yeah. right? I I love it. He's planning I, on repainting it soon, so I don't right, have well, much control over well, that. Well, I'm excited because he's a very uh, talented it's artist. It's probably just going to be a plain wall. <laughs> Actually, That's no, he did too. want to do some design, but okay. I don't know. Well, I'm excited. And then we got this mishmash of bullshit <laughs> that accumulates in the guest room of they any house. Always, always essential. I love, I yeah. yeah. I love, we got, this is my, my favorite prop. Blast from the past. <laughs> some silly string. Spray it. It's, Am I allowed to spray it? I don't know. I you don't even shake know if there's it, any right? in there. It, looks, it sounds like there's some. There's something in there, bro. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> Why on me? God damn! Oh. Oh. Well, this has been the Bub Buddies podcast. Oh, this Thank smells you. like alcohol. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, watch oh. us on YouTube. Listen oh. to us on Spotify. Follow the Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Bye. I gotta clean this up. <laughs>